Welcome back. This is Child of Light, and I am your host, Jessica Finley. Thank you for joining me. Today, we are covering a super interesting and cool topic. To me, it is anyways. I love to research, and earlier this week, the Lord kind of just brought it to my um, mind, like, what happens to our body on a physiological level when we speak in tongues? And just in case there are people um, listening that don't understand, um, speaking in tongues is what happens when you are filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is God's Spirit, and when we are filled with His Spirit, when, you know, anytime you feel anything to the brim, it begins to, over, begins to overflow out the mouth, whether it be a cup or a water bottle or a bowl, um, if you fill it to the brim and you keep pouring in, it's eventually just going to pour out of the mouth of that vessel. So that's exactly what happens when we're filled with the Holy Ghost. When we are filled with the Holy Ghost, we begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. So um, you will probably hear me say, Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, interchangeably, it's the same thing. I will also say praying in the Spirit or speaking in tongues. Those mean the same thing. Um, so I'm so excited to share with y'all what what I found. And it's, this won't be too long of an episode, but to me, it is seriously so cool. I say this all the time to people that I talk to, but God is so cool. Like, if you don't think that God is cool, like, God is sovereign. He is mighty. He is strong and powerful, but God is also so cool. So, this is what I found, okay? This is, it it honestly just, it astounded me. So, in 2011, a biological anthropologist, his name is Christopher Lynn, he studied 52 Pentecostals at the University of Albany, which is in New York. He found that these people were praying in tongues, and he found, when he was studying them, they were praying in tongues, and their bodies, in their bodies was a noticeable difference in their circulatory cortisol levels and enhancements in the enzyme activity. So, I ain't gonna lie, I had to look this up. Your circulatory system is an organ system that transports and circulates nutrients, blood cells, amino acids, electrolytes, oxygens, hormones, everything of that nature. So, when Dr. Lin studied these people as they were speaking in tongues, there was a noticeable difference in their stress levels. Um, and the reduced level of stress um, increased a flow of nourishment to their bodies. And it aided in the bod- in their body's ability-, ability to fight off diseases. It stabilized their temperature. It aided in pH balance. And it helps maintain homeostasis. Homeostasis is the dynamic state of equilibrium in our body. So it's just like when everything is going good, everything's all right in your body. Um, Dr. Lin also found that those who spoke in tongues every day had a dampened reaction to normal everyday stress. So um, he would measure their cortisol levels before um, they spoke in tongues and then again after. Um, this so cool, so cool. Another study um, by Dr. Carl Peterson, he's a brain specialist, and he conducted this study at Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He found that when believers pray in the spirit, our brain 
releases two chemical secretions that are then directed to our immune system. And that gave the participants a 35 to 40% boost in their immune system. How cool is that, y'all? I mean, forget that flu shot all the way around. You need to you need to get you some elderberry and you need to be praying in the spirit every day. Come on, somebody. What's so tremendous to me is that Dr. Peterson seen that these secretions came from an area in our brain that have no other apparent activity. These secretions were only triggered by praying in the spirit. What? That's so cool. Peterson studied over a thousand believers who frequently spoke in tongues. And out of those 1,000, 80% had a greater emotional stability and were less likely to be neurotic. Um, neurotic means that you are easily given to anxiety, negativity, jealousy, depression, anger, or confusion. So um, when these participants were praying in the spirit every day, they were less likely um, to be neurotic and they had a greater emotional stability. And I know that there's going to be people listening to this because when I read that, I was like, mm, huh? I don't necessarily consider myself emotionally stable on every day. You know what I'm saying? So, but even still, I'm like, I know the Lord's helping me. So he's helping me be emotionally stable and less neurotic. Um, okay. So this one, this study right here, is my favorite one. Andrew Newberg, he's a neuroscientist. He um, did this study in uh, Pennsylvania. He studied a group of believers who frequently spoke in tongues. And his findings to me are the coolest ones. Um, He had his participants pray in their native language and then pray in tongues. And he had them in an MRI machine during both of those. And while they were praying in tongues, he's seen a decrease in the frontal lobe. Y'all, that's where our language is produced. Our frontal lobe is what produces the language. So Dr. Newberg, this this was his quote. (laughs) So cool. He said, the language of tongues was clearly articulated. This is a very unusual finding for it suggests that the language was being generated in a different way or possibly someplace else other than the normal processing centers of, of speech. Um, you write, Dr. Newberg, it don't come from my brain. It comes from the Lord. How cool is that, y'all? Like, seriously, that, <laughs> that amazes me. Dr. Newberg also stated... If you contemplate God long enough, something surprising happens. Neurofunctioning begins to change. Different circuits become activated while others become deactivated. New dendrites, which is part of a, um, it's a dendrite is part of a neuron. Um, new dendrites are formed. New synaptic con- connections are made. And he said that thinking about God literally alters the way that your brain functions. And he also said... The moment that God is introduced to the human brain, the neurological concept will not go away. Um, This to me, this next thing that I'm about to share was, I mean, let me just, let me just say it. Okay. So Dr. Newberg and his team discovered a neuron that once it is activated, it cannot be deactivated. And so they started calling it the God neuron because while he was studying these group of believers 
um, they realized that these specific neurons lie dormant until you have an encounter with God. And this is something that that they were like, we can't understand this. He said that that connection cannot be deactivated. So once you have had an encounter with God, your brain is neurologically altered. So you literally cannot go back to how you were before on a physiological level you will never be the same those neurons are activated they cannot be deactivated they cannot be closed off they cannot be shut down so even if you walk away from god that neurological neurological connection is still activated and Dr. Newberg said that if you contemplate something as complex or mysterious as God, you're going to have incredible bursts of neuroactivity firing in different parts of your brain. The dendrites will rapidly grow and old associations will disconnect as new imaginative perspectives emerge. What? I just, to me, this is one of the coolest things that I've ever seen the, like, I'm just going to just say the things that I love so much. Um, speaking in tongues does not come from a part of our brain, you know, does not come from the frontal lobe where language is produced. It comes from a part of our brain um, that apparently to doctors has no other apparent function. Um, and also, when we have an encounter with God, there are neurological connections um, that are activated, that literally cannot be deactivated. Like, I mean, the scientists themselves are calling these neurons God neurons. That, that it, it really, like, it's so cool to see science validate faith. And I think if we were to look more into it, we would see that more often because God is everywhere in everything. And to me, it just shows how much thought he put into his design and that alone him putting so much thought into the the way our bodies and brains are designed that there's you know I've always said and I've always thought that there was a you know quote-unquote God-shaped hole in my life you know when I came to the Lord and and I knew him I was like oh man this is what I was missing but even on a physiological level in our brain there is you know, God neurons that are not activated until we have an encounter with him. So it is physiologically true that there are, there's a God-shaped hole in our life, you know, that only he can feel, only, only a, a true encounter with him can feel. And I love so much that those neurons can't be deactivated. So no matter how far you feel from God or um, if you've walked away from God, there's still a part of you neurologically on a physiological level that is connected to Him. And there's still part of you that desires that relationship with Him. There's still part of you that longs for that connection again. Because it's not that those, you know, if the neurons can't be deactivated, they're not just lying dormant. You know, they're, they're waiting for more encounters. They're waiting to process more information. They're waiting to have more encounters with God. And how amazing and cool and complex is the human body. How tremendous, 
how tremendous it is to me that parts of our brain lie dormant until we have an encounter with God. I honestly, this, this research has been such a blessing to me to be able to experience that. So if you feel far from God today, if you feel like that it's been so long since you talked to him or you, it's been so long since you haven't, since you've had an encounter with him, all it takes is speaking to him again. All it takes is reaching for him, him again. There is, there's nothing that can hinder the love that he has for us. He has made the connection so deep that it's on a physiological level. So even if you feel like you can't do it, um, I'm telling you right now that you can and that God is, is able and ready to receive you again and to, um, be connected with you again. All it takes is you reaching out and speaking to him again. And those neurons will begin to fire again. And they they will start firing information and connections. And what's so cool is that neurons, we have like, we have literally millions of, of neurons in our body. And so those neurons will respond to that connection again. And then and I believe, I haven't researched this, um, but I believe that that is why we feel um, like if, if if you are having an encounter with the Lord, that's why you feel like the goosebumps or the tingling. That's why you feel it all over your body is because it's uh, the, the connection and the reaction is literally happening on a physiological level. And your, your brain is sending and transmitting information to your neurons and your neurons are sending that all across your body. And so information is being fired this way and that way. And so your body's like, oh, wow, this is awesome. This is what I've been missing. Like, and your brain is actually being awakened when you're having an encounter with God because there's parts of your brain that are not active until you have an encounter with him. Um, it's just seriously so cool. So cool to me. I can't say it enough. And, and all that our body, how, how our body responds to speaking in tongues and, um, you know, the, the decreased level of cortisol, um, the enhancements in enzyme activity, all of it to me points to a necessity of a relationship and a connection with our creator. Um, he didn't create us just to leave us alone. He wants to be deeply connected to us. And so I hope that that fires you up today. I hope it encourages you. And I hope you know that God loves you because he genuinely does. He loves you so much. And he even, um, to me, put his fingerprints in our brain. And <laughs> it's so beautiful, so tremendous. And his, like, what, what a love he has for us. So be encouraged today. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Be encouraged that he loves you and that he is reaching for you. If you have any doubt, if you're like, is God reaching for me today? Yes, he is. I, I can tell you that right now. He is reaching for you. He's longing for that connection. So find a place to pray today. Find a place to get in, in, in touch with God and to connect to him. And just let his love wash over you and let him awaken your mind and speak to you in a way that, that you have not experienced yet. I love y'all, and I hope your day is fantastic and beautiful. And be blessed today in the name of Jesus.